So please come to your comfortable seat. Cross your legs at the ankles. Settle into your sits bones. Rest your hands on your thighs. Slide your elbows below your armpits. Allow your eyelids to be heavy. Soften the skin of your face. Take a deep breath in through your nostrils and exhale through your mouth. With this breath, arrive. Bring your mind into the room, into your body, and onto your mat for the next 90 minutes of practice. Check in with how you're feeling today physically. Become aware of what is calling for your attention. Maybe there's been something that's uh, been calling you throughout your day already, throughout your week. Maybe you've been experiencing soreness or pain. Or maybe there's something you didn't even notice until this moment, until this check-in. So begin that process of deepening the dialogue between mind and body. Increasing your sensitivity. Relax your feet, your ankles, shins and calves, knees and thighs. Settle into your left and right sits bones evenly and root down. Visualize your lower body extending into the floor beneath you, creating a mental connection between your body and the earth. And from that connection, draw up through your spine, lengthen through your waistline, Lift your chest, tuck your chin parallel to the floor to lengthen along the back of your neck. Align your head over your heart, your heart over the center of your pelvis. Bring shoulders up towards ears, lengthening the sides of your body, and then loop your shoulder blades onto your upper back. Feel the contraction of the muscles at the, of the upper back. Feel the skin across your chest open as you reveal the lightness of your heart. And now allow your forearms to melt, bringing with them your shoulder blades down the back side of your chest. Final piece of the puzzle here, drawing lower front ribs in and back, creating that gentle tone in the upper abdomen and lengthening through the lower spine. Maintain all these actions and bring a softness across the skin. Now with this posture, Sukhasana, easy pose, bring your attention to your breathing. Breathing in and out through your nostrils. Gradually cultivating a slow and deep breath pattern. And 
And as the breath deepens, you may begin Ujjayi Pranayama. As you breathe in Ujjayi Pranayama, you might think about today taking the breath in three parts. So as you inhale, drawing first from the pelvic floor to the belly button, part one. Then from the belly button, filling to the heart center. Then from heart center, filling all the way up to the very back of the throat. You can even think about the breath continuing through the crown of the head. And then as you Exhale, moving back through those three parts, from the back of the throat to the heart, heart to the center of the belly, belly down through the floor. And you might draw Mula Bandha at the bottom of your exhalation by tightening your pelvic floor, pulling in and up, holding that for the duration of your emptiness, and then releasing it before starting the whole process again. So with all this concentration on the breath, your face might tighten up, your jaw might uh, tighten. So try to keep the edges of your mouth soft, jaw relaxed, maybe a very slight part between teeth and lips. And let's try our, uh, our breath together a little differently today. So let's use a nine count so we can do the three parts with three counts each. So as I count one, two, three, think about filling from pelvic floor to belly button, four, five, six, belly to heart, seven, eight, nine, heart to the back of the throat. And same will be true with the exhale in reverse. Okay, empty your breath. And inhale, one, two, three, pause, four, five, six, pause, seven, eight, nine, fill and hold. Exhale with control, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Next breath in, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, fill and hold and ready with control, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, engage, Mula Bandha, root lock. Last deepest breath in, one, two, three, 
four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and together, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hold yourself empty for a moment, drawing up on your pelvic floor before resuming your next breath. Either choosing to breathe in ujjayi pranayama throughout the practice today or releasing that contraction at the back of your throat. Continue to breathe in and out through your nostrils as you bring your palms together in front of your heart. We'll invoke the moving practice with the chant of Om three times. Please chant along if you feel comfortable doing so. Exhale your breath and inhale for Om. your heart, release your palms to your thighs as you lift your head and open your eyes. Simply switch the cross of your legs. We're going to start out pretty slowly today. So angle your upper body over your right leg, keeping your hips tacked down and just walk your upper body over your right thigh, reaching your hands forward, tacking your hips back, and when you can't reach any further, you can release your head towards or to the leg or floor. And breathe here. Rounded spine, lengthening the distance from the left hip to the left shoulder to the left fingertips. Staying with your conscious deep breath. And then inhale, lifting through center, and angle your upper body to the left, over the left thigh, tacking the right hip back and down as you begin to walk the hands forward, extending the spine long before releasing the head down. So active in the hands here, spread the fingers and the palms just as you would for down dog. Root consciously through the knuckles of your fingers and then breathe into your back body. Breathe along your right side. Starting to feel space opening up. Maybe you can feel your skin expanding as your right hip tacks back. And then walk your way back to center. Okay, you can remove the padding as you take a... uh, Take a position lying on your back. Have your strap. Does anybody not have a strap? Oh, you guys are all professionals in here. Lie on your back and extend through your heels. Ground through the backs of your thighs. So imagine you're in Tadasana, but lying on your back. So just as we ground through the heels in Tadasana, extend through your heels in this reclined pose. Press your thigh bones back towards the wall. Lengthen through your lower back. Make sure your neck is long on the earth as you draw your right knee in towards your chest. 
take the strap around the uh, knuckles of your right toes, as I say, the base of your right toes, as you extend the legs straight. So again, uh, always with this one, I tell you, make the priority first for the extension of the leg. So first extend along the back of the leg, pulling back through the toes, both big toe and small toe. And then once the leg is straight, begin to slowly work the leg towards 90 degrees, keeping the left thigh as your ground. As the leg lifts, be sure to not allow the right hip to crunch up towards the right armpit. So the right side of the body stays long. So that might need to be an active, uh, an active lengthening along the right side body as you tuck the right outer hip towards the left foot. Keep breathing here and keep noticing. So obviously focusing attention on the back of the right leg. Where are you tight? So this might be a simple question. This might be confusing. Where is, what is keeping you at the boundary that you, um, are, that you are encountering? What is keeping you from expanding more into the experience of this pose? By identifying where you are tight, where you are holding tension, what is holding you where you are, can you begin to surrender some of that? Cease the struggle to go deeper here. And then take the strap in your right hand, or in time you might lose this strap completely and take the outside of the right foot in the right hand. Left arm can either extend out to the left or use the hand can be pressed into the left thigh to ground the left thigh as you wind your right leg slowly out to the right. So again, keeping the legs straight. I'm dropping all my stuff over here. Extension through the heel, and now really uh, concentrate on the inner leg. So you might, (laughs) your attention will probably be drawn there immediately anyway. But there's an extension from the inner groin, through the inner knee, through the inner foot. And as the inner leg expands and extends, think about contracting the outside of the leg. So the pinky toe side of the foot pulls closer towards the hip. The hip pulls in towards the uh, tailbone. The tailbone continues to lengthen towards the left foot as the left leg, again, is your ground, staying solid and firm, pressing into the floor. Try to get your right shoulder on the earth chest staying broad, back of the neck long. So this, um, we're going to do this a little later in class with the added challenge of balancing on the left leg. And then right leg back to center, switch the strap to the left hand, and then slowly ease the right leg to the left, allowing the right hip to lift up off the floor. Again, this can be done without the strap by simply passing the foot to the left hand. So this uh, is a pose that has really, I don't know, (laughs) 
Uh, if I don't practice this pose a lot, it becomes very challenging. So notice what you're feeling here. If this is a pose that, if you're like me, if this is a pose that really challenges your ability to uh, stay with your body <laughs> through the experience, then try to find a place where you can stay. So maybe the leg doesn't go over as far as you would hope or the leg doesn't lift as high as you might want it to someday. Whatever your posture is, be with it. But if it's not intense enough, you might consider hooking your right thumb to your right hip and then just pushing that hip further from your face to increase the intensity, to increase the opening of the right hip here. But be where you're at. Use the poses not as a, not as a reason. <laughs> so don't make the posture about the expression of the posture. Make the posture about the experience of the posture. Use the pose to experience your body. Another moment here, breathing through it, keeping the face soft, chest open to the sky. Right shoulder drawing back towards the floor, getting a little twist in the spine. And then right leg back to center. Let's go through that first posture again. Keep uh, Square the hips off if they have become askew. And then extend through the heel. Pull the leg towards 90 degrees, maybe someday through 90 degrees. Go to your deepest expression on this right side and then release the strap, bringing both feet to the floor. So we're going to do a half happy baby on this right side before moving to the left. Draw your right knee into your chest. Take hold of the outside of your right foot with right hand, inside with your left hand. If you can't reach the foot, you can always use the strap here also. Push your foot into your hand as you begin to pull your knee towards the earth at the outside of your right rib cage. So knee might come towards or to the armpit. Again, keep the back of your neck long. Continue this uh, uh, pressure of foot into hands as you pull the knee deeper towards the earth. So this may already be quite intense. To intensify this shape, left leg straightens to the top of your mat. So extend it straight forward. It will want to uh, angle out to the left. Extend the heel forward. Someday, maybe heel comes to the floor. Maybe calf, maybe back of the left thigh grounds. And again, breathe through your posture. Notice where you're feeling, what you're feeling. Can you surrender that which is not serving you in your body in this shape? And then let that go. Okay, second side. Right leg extends. You can notice maybe the right leg is longer at this point. Bring your left knee into your chest. Loop the strap around the knuckles of your toes as you extend your leg straight. Reach through your heel. Pull back through your toes. Lift your kneecap towards the front of your hip. And then once the leg is long, slowly move the leg towards 90 degrees. 
and then maybe past 90 degrees over time. As the leg reaches higher, keep track of the left hip. So um, widen the left outer hip actively away from the left armpit. Right thigh stays grounded. Right thigh is your anchor in the posture. You might even think about pushing the inner thigh of the right leg actively towards the floor. And again, make sure your le- the outside edge of your left foot isn't higher than the inside edge. So you're pressing through the base of your big toe and little toe evenly into your strap as the strap pulls uh, pressure against those parts of the foot. Extension through the heel, length along the back of the leg, identifying where you are tight, where you are tense, where you might bring relief. Move into any deeper expression of this side of the posture. And then hand to the uh, left hand to the strap. Right hand can either extend out to the right or to the right thigh for grounding as you extend the left leg out to the left. Again, in time, you might reach for the outside of the foot. As you open up in this way, you might start to lift the heel, the left heel, further from the top of your mat, further from your left foot. Again, extension through the inner leg, drawing the outside, the pinky edge of the foot back towards the hip, hip in towards the tailbone, outer hip away from the left armpit. Keeping the right thigh firmly on the floor, firmly pressing towards the floor, right hip wrapped towards the floor, right shoulder wrapped towards the floor. And then left leg back to center, take the strap in the opposite hand or foot in opposite hand and slowly widen left leg now to the right. So the hip lifts off the floor but left shoulder tacks back, keeping the chest open. And again, a spinal twist on this shape as well as getting the deep opening of the outside of the leg and the outer hip. So be with your posture, intensify or detensify as necessary to keep your mind with your body. So make the experience interesting, but don't make the experience so uh, so painful or so uh, full of sensation that you can't be present with it all at once. Continue to breathe. Again, if you need the intensification, you can bring your left thumb to your left hip crease and push that outer hip away from your face. Left leg back to center. One last time, square the hips. And remember that first extension along the back, the left leg moving towards 90, maybe moving through 90 at this point. Right thigh grounds inner, right thigh rolls down, 
outer left hip widens away from left armpit and then release the left leg. Okay, we have that half happy baby on this side. Bend your knees, pull your left knee in towards your chest. Grab hold of the inside and outside of the foot or again, use the strap. Left shin perpendicular to the floor, sole of the foot open to the sky as you press your foot into your hands and begin to pull your knee down closer, closer, maybe someday to the floor at the outside of your left ribs. And either choose to stay here or extend the right leg straight ahead and remember the leg is going to want to angle out to the right. So extend straight forward, roll or wrap the right inner thigh towards the floor as you first get the heel of the right foot to touch down, maybe in time the calf or even the thigh press into the floor as you continue to work that left shin perpendicular to the floor, foot into hands, hands winning the tug of war, pulling the knee deeper towards the earth. Where are you feeling? What are you feeling? Probably in the fronts of both hips in different, with a different capacity, with different sensation. Compression on one side, extension on the opposite side. And then let that go. Okay, bend both knees, roll to one side. We gotta stand up here and come to any point of your mat, standing in Tadasana with feet hip width distance apart. And let's use those straps again. <laughs> Lynn, we're here, she'd be so happy. She hates it when I have you guys get the straps and uh, you don't use them. So we're using them plenty right here in the beginning of class. Take your knuckles, Shoulder width distance apart, reach through your knuckles to lengthen your arms and plug your arms into your shoulder sockets. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead, reaching through your knuckles, pulling your shoulders down away from your ears. Draw those low ribs in and back, tone your upper abdomen, lengthen your tailbone down, lift your kneecaps up, weight in your heels. Exhale, upper body to the right, hips to the left, crescent shape. Inhale through center, keeping your strap somewhat taut. Exhale to the left. Inhale to center and move with your breath side to side, keeping weight in the heels, chest and hips squared forward, elbows straight, shoulders down the back. And just again, make this a gradual deepening, a gradual exploration of the sides of the body. Maybe each time going a little deeper without compromising the length of the low back. One more visit to the left, and then return to center. Tilt your chin to the sky. Continue to lift your heart up, and then start to pull your biceps back behind your ears without widening the strap apart, keeping knuckles shoulder width distance apart. Now focus on your breath, breathing strongly into your chest, inflating as you inhale and as you exhale allowing the lightness of your heart to lift skyward now you can start to lean back with that same fullness with that same lightness in your heart as though you're curling back over the support of a huge pilates type ball so the ball is keeping the back of your head lifted the back of your neck long the back of your heart lifted the back of your spine long 
keeping weight shifting towards your heels, and then head comes forward, shoulders forward, arms soften a little bit. Slide your hands gradually apart, keeping your elbows straight until you can eventually roll your shoulders back. And then move with your breath, inhaling, lifting the strap, and exhale, rolling the shoulders back. And you can start to move with some, um, <laughs> some yogic license here. So you can uh, straighten one arm at a time, then the opposite elbow to get a focus on each shoulder at a time. You can hold at any particularly tight, um, tight position. You can uh, work your neck around a little bit here. Tilt your chin forward. Uh, move your head from side to side. Do whatever feels nice. And then we'll let that strap go. Release it to the side. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead, reach up. Palms possibly coming to touch overhead. And exhale, fold slowly forward. Bend your knees to bring all 10 fingertips to the floor in front of you. And then bend your knees even more deeply for ragdoll pose, gluing your belly to rest on your thighs as your head hangs forward, taking hold of opposite forearms or biceps, shifting weight in the feet as we come forward from standing to folded so that now the weight is at the toe knuckles. And look at your feet. Make sure they're hip-width distance apart, outside edges parallel to the outside edges of the mat. And as you roll weight forward in your feet, make sure not to discolor your toes. So not gripping or pressing with the toes, but just rolling weight forward to the knuckles of the toes, pressing evenly in the base of the big toe and the base of the little toe of each foot. And then you can make any subtle movements here to let go in the upper body. Shaking the head yes and no, shifting the arms from side to side, or I'll often suggest walking the uh, rib cage down the thighs one side at a time to gain more length in the abdomen and low back. So again, be here, be with your breath, be with your experience. You're going to get the most benefit from yoga if you bring your mind along with your body to practice. And then fingertips to the floor. Keep the weight distributed the same way in your feet as you begin to slowly lift your hips to bring your legs straighter. Lift into your kneecaps as your outer hips lift skyward. Now I always uh, give this instruction, inner thighs moving back here and apart. So we used to call that in Anasara, that was called the inner spiral. So spiraling the inner upper thighs back and then apart as the head continues now to actively extend towards the floor. As you go deeper, elbows bend out to either side of the room Actively draw your shoulders away from your ears, keeping the sides of your neck long. And then inhale, palms come to shins. Press your arms straight and extend your chin and heart forward. So we all know cow pose. Try to bring a cow pose to the upper back. Shoulder blades pull together, trying to make an indent 
on the spine at the back of the heart. And then exhale, fold forward. Head releases, fingertips to the floor. Legs and hips remain the same. Inhale, sweep all the way up to standing, shifting weight to the heels as you come up. Palms come together at the top. And exhale, hands to heart center. Let's flow for a moment. Inhale, arms sweep overhead. Exhale and gracefully flow forward, shifting weight forward in the feet as head releases to the earth. Inhale, palms to shins, press the arms straight, move the heart forward, and exhale, fold once more. Inhale, rise up on a long breath, arms sweep energy overhead, and exhale, palms to heart center. Let's walk the feet together. Face of the big toes and inner heels touch. Inhale as you sweep up. And exhale as you fold, experiencing a little shift in balance here. Inhale, palms come to shins, extend your spine. Exhale, fold once more. Inhale, arms reach out, up, and overhead. Exhale, palms to heart center. Inhale, arms sweep up. Interlace your fingers, cross your thumbs, point your index fingers to the sky, pull your shoulders away from your ears. Exhale, upper body to the right, hips to the left. Use your right arm to pull your left side body long, right shoulder tilts forward. Breathe here. Breathe into the left side. Try to release tension, create length along the left side. Inhale through center, grow tall, exhale upper body to the left, hips to the right, bottom shoulder forward, breathe, soften the edges of your mouth. If you feel pain in the low back, no need to move over so far, so you're making an arching shape, not a hinging shape in the hips. Inhale back through center, look up, point up, pull your shoulders away from your ears. Create that same inflation of the chest, lightness of the heart as you begin to take the gaze back. For me, I feel fine with releasing the weight of my head back. If that doesn't feel okay with you, keep the back of your neck long throughout this back bend. Look up, look back, point up, maybe start to point back. Again, remember that Pilates ball as you curl in the upper back, the opportunity to go deeper here with the arms overhead and the feet together. Shift weight to your heels, continuously lift your kneecaps up, push your hips forward as you lean first in your upper back, maybe going down the spine as you look towards the back wall, as you look down the back wall. And then chest lifts you back, Arms up, head up, and then exhale, gracefully flow forward, fingertips to the floor in front of you, head releases, and as you come forward, bend your knees one at a time to release any tension, any discomfort in the low back, lifting the hips into the air, and allowing the head once again to hang forward. And then bring your legs to stillness. Inhale, palms come to shins, upper back in cow. And exhale, fold, walking your fingertips behind your heels and sitting down into your imaginary chair, awkward chair, in three parts. Bend uh, round your spine as you tuck your chin to your chest, forehead comes towards or to your knees. Inner ankles, inner knees together. 
belly button waistline away from your thighs to round your lower back as you look forward, reach your arms forward. Reach through your fingertips, pull back through your waistline, and then peel your chest away from the floor, sweeping your biceps back towards your ears. Ankles and knees together, hips low, weight in the heels, heart to the sky, belly towards the spine. Five, soften your face, sit low. Four, three, two, and one. Fold forward, fingertips to the floor, head releases, hips lift high. Inhale, arms sweep out, up, and overhead. Palms touching at the top. And exhale, palms coming through, heart center, and arms at your sides. Take your hands to your hips. Find a soft, a soft, steady gaze. Left foot grabs and right heel comes to a hover. Shoulders on the back, hips and chest squared forward, and bend your right knee. Thigh parallel to the floor, make big circles with your right toes. Maybe three big zeros in one direction and then in the other. Maybe feeling and hearing some popping. And then with your heel, Big circles with your heel, your whole foot, moving your leg, moving that, uh, feeling that range of motion with your knee and then in the other direction. And then lastly with the hip, big circles with the knee. Up, out, down, in. Again, maybe some popping in the hip and then in the other direction. Keeping your steady gaze, hips squared forward. And then right leg extends, reach through the heel, pull back through the toes, and begin to lift the leg without lifting the hip. Right, uh, left leg steadies you, press through your foot, lift through your right left kneecap, press your left thigh back as you lift your right leg to its highest height for five, four, three, two, one, right foot releases down, shake it out. Okay, second side, right foot grounds, left heel comes to a hover. Reach through your heel, pull back through your toes. And then bend your knee, make big circles with your right toes. Maybe three O's, one direction, and three O's the other direction. And then your whole foot, big circles with your heel. One direction, and in the other direction. And now the knee, big circles. Leg in the hip. And now in the other direction. And leg straight, reach through your heel, pull back through your toes, lift your leg. Keep the outer hip moving down as the inner thigh lifts the leg. Reach through your heel, pull back through your toes. Lift, five, four, three, two, one. Release the left leg down, shake it out. Okay, again, let's flow, keeping the, <laughs> give the low back some rest. Inhale, arms sweep up. Exhale and flow forward, fingertips to the floor. Inhale, palms to shins, extend your spine. Cow to the upper back, exhale and round forward. Inhale, sweep up, reach up. Exhale, palms come to heart center. Inhale, sweep up. Exhale, fold with the breath. 
Inhale, palms to shins, extend your spine. Exhale, fold. Inhale, sweep up, arms overhead. And exhale, palms toward center and arms at your sides. Turn to face the green wall. Set up for goddess pose. So heels maybe three feet apart. You can adjust the feet as you come down into the shape. Uh, angle your feet at about a 45 degree angle. Bring your hands to your hips. Shoulders roll onto your back as your heart lifts. Lengthen your tailbone down as you lift your chin and heart skyward. And then look forward, lengthen through the back of your neck as you begin to bend your knees in the direction of your toes, melting your tailbone straight towards the floor. So there's a weight on your tailbone pulling it straight down. So tailbone remains long as you extend through your inner thighs. Try to even see your big toes at the inseams of your thighs. And then you can have your hands to your thighs. Try to situate your heels directly below your knees. And then with an exhale, right elbow, right shoulder towards your left inner thigh. Press through your right inner thigh. Inhale to center. Exhale, left shoulder to the right. Inhale, center. Exhale, right shoulder to the left. Inhale, center. Exhale, left shoulder right. Inhale, center, and arms to goal post, football goal post. Elbows in towards your armpits, chest to the sky, tailbone towards the floor, waistline towards the wall at your back. Weight in the heels. Hold, five, four, three, two, and one. Straighten your legs. Release your arms down, heel toe, your feet back together. Come down into a uh, tabletop position. Knees below your hips, wrists below your shoulders, fingers and palms spread. Inhale, belly and chest down, gaze and tailbone up into cow pose. Exhale and round your spine into cat, chin towards the chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling. And continue to move with your breath. So we've already done a lot with the low back and the inner and out, inner thighs, outer hips. So do you notice that here? I certainly do. So it's interesting to do this little sequence at many different places in uh, the practice because it will really bring different emphasis to this um, sequence, which is really, I think it's a really, um, it's a really deep sequence, a really, um, good exploration of the spine. So for me, I'm really moving with awareness in the hips today since we've already done all this work there. So notice what you're feeling. Move in such a way that's a reflection of the experience of your body at this moment. Inhale back to a neutral spine. And then extend your legs back into a plank position. we got to do our push-ups at some point. And now is as good a time as any. Exhale, lower down with control, possibly coming to your knees. Inhale, press your way back up. And then hips move you back to down dog or child's pose. Inhale, come forward. Exhale, lower with control. 
Inhale, lift through the sides of your waistline. Exhale, hips move you up and back, down dog. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, hips move up and back. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, hips lead you up and back. Last one, best one. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, hips lead up and back. Inhale, right leg lifts, three-legged dog. Look to the front of your mat and lunge your right foot forward as you exhale. Long stride. Lift up onto your fingertips, melt your hips so your right thigh is parallel to the floor as you lift through your left inner upper thigh, back leg straight strong, chin and chest forward, hold your stride, keep that back inner thigh lifted, bring your left palm to the floor, right hand to your right thigh, use the pressure of your hand against your thigh to shift your left ribs towards your right inner thigh, stacking your shoulders, look up, reach up, you can either stay here with your shoulders stacked or if you'd like to go deeper into the spinal twist, wrap your left ribs towards your right inner thigh as you begin to embrace the entire sky. Keep your legs as they are, back inner thigh lifted, back heel extended, crown of the head reaching towards the top of your mat. And then look down, release down, press back, downward facing dog. Inhale, left leg lifts straight up and back. Look to the front, exhale, lunge. Again, create a long stride, lifting onto your fingertips and then melting hips to left thigh is parallel. Chest forward, shoulders back, back inner thigh, straight and strong. Right hand to the floor, left hand to your left thigh. Keep your legs as they are as you press your palm into your thigh to wrap your right ribs towards your left inner thigh. Stack your shoulders, once shoulders are stacked, left arm up. And choose from here to go wider if you want. Keep your legs just as they are. The tendency will be for that right hip to dip down as you continue to wrap your right ribs towards the left. Keep the back inner thigh lifted. Embrace the whole sky, continuing to lengthen along the back of your neck. And then look down. Press back. Downward facing dog. Reach back with your hips. Release down with your heels. Allow the head to be heavy. Inhale to come forward and melt all the way down onto your bellies. Not going to join you here. <laughs> okay, so extend your legs one at a time, pointing through your toes. And then squeeze your legs together. Base of the big toes, maybe even inner heels come to touch. Ground through the tops of your feet. Activate your legs so as you're the, front, the tops of your feet ground, your kneecaps pull away from the floor. Tailbone lengthening towards the heels and tucking towards the floor to ground the pelvis. With chin on the floor, interlace your fingers behind your back, wrapping your elbows up and in towards one another to secure your shoulder blades onto your upper back. With an inhale, begin to straighten your elbows, reaching your knuckles towards your heels as you curl your shoulder blades strongly onto the back of your heart, expanding across your chest, lifting head and chest slowly, gradually away from the floor. Excellent, everyone. Keep the tops of your feet grounded, legs squeezing together. Good. Excellent. Really nice. Keep breathing. Deepening with your breath. Inhale, inflating and lifting your chest. Exhale, 
and expanding your heart forward. Exhale and release. Left cheek to the floor, shoulders roll forward, arms at your sides, big toes touch, heels widen apart. Relax, release, be held by the earth, return to the now, return to the breath as it's happening. And one more, chin on the floor, ground your feet, squeeze your legs, interlace your fingers behind your back, the more awkward way with the opposite thumb in front before wrapping your elbows up and in towards one another. Secure your shoulders on your back and with an inhale, slowly straighten your arms, extend your knuckles back as you reach your heart forward, peel your chin and chest up and then bring the legs into the equation. Point through your toes, squeeze your feet together, and lift your legs together off the floor, using the strength of your back body to launch you away from the floor, keeping the front of your pelvis grounded, but in time that will be the only thing still on the floor as your thighs slowly, gradually lift, heart opens, and exhale, right cheek to the floor. Head releases, shoulders roll forward, big toes touch, heels widen apart. And then press back, downward facing dog. Reach the hips up and back, head down. And then we have uh, five more push-ups. Inhale, forward to plank. Exhale, slowly lower, possibly coming to your knees. Inhale, press, grounding through the index finger knuckle. Exhale, hips move you back. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, hips press you back. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press, ground that index finger knuckle. Exhale, hips back. Two more. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, hips lead you back. Last one, best one. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, hips lead you back. Spend a moment with your breath in down dog. Inhale, lift your right leg up. Look to the front of your mat. Exhale, lunge your right foot forward. Okay, um, everybody on that side of the room, you're going to pivot to face the brick wall as you come to standing. And then you, um, Adam, you, you just awkwardly turn around like I had to do and face the brick wall. Okay. So we're going to do our wide-legged forward fold here. So step your feet wide apart, outside edges of your feet, parallel to the outside edges of your mat. And then have your blocks handy in front of you. You may or may not find that you need them. You can turn the toes in just very slightly here. And then hands on the hips. Elbows wrap towards the back wall as chest lifts, tailbone lengthens down, kneecaps lift. As we're standing here, weight is in the heels. With an exhale, hinge at your hips, 
Till chest and chin are parallel to the floor, shifting weight forward in your feet. Plant your wrist below your shoulders. Okay, stay here for a moment. Just like we did in our halfway lifted forward fold, we're going to curl the, the heart forward, making that cow pose in the upper back. Press your thighs back. Weight at the toe knuckles without discoloring your toes. And then exhale, drape the length of your spine forward. Head releases towards the floor as your hands walk back, keeping your hands, wrists, and elbows shoulder-width distance apart as you eventually walk your fingertips to line up with your heels or with your toes, and then beyond that, eventually fingertips line up with your heels. Really nice. So we used to do this every class. Um, I kind of got out of the habit of it. So since a lot of you are long-time regulars, <laughs> you've had some, uh, some practice in this, in this class, at least with this pose, um, consider if your time away from it with me has made any difference. So any pose that you're practicing on a regular basis is going to open up for you. Maybe spend some time away from it. Maybe some some of the thing, some of the depth that you got before, you'll lose some of that. But that's one of the things about life. One of the things about yoga practice that we just need to accept. So be where you're at, and if you need the block underneath your head to ground through the crown of your head, please get that prop or maybe a blanket will suffice. But. Uh, I really want you to focus on that extension through the crown of the head, really putting pressure through the head to lengthen the spine as weight rolls forward in your feet, kneecaps lift, thigh bones press back, and just like in our forward fold, we get that same inner spiral of the inner upper thighs here. So inner thighs press back and widen away from one another, so the back side of your pelvis is really spreading here, really broadening here as your spine lengthens towards the floor. So really good. So if um, you have already been here for a minute and if you're starting to feel comfortable where you're at, possibly start to walk your feet in closer to one another to lengthen the distance from your hips to the floor. And then maybe bridge that gap by extending the head even longer, extending the spine even longer to get your head back on the floor. And then walk your hands forward underneath your shoulders, look forward, cow to the upper back, hands to hips, elbows to the sky as you lift your way back up. Heel toe your feet back together. Okay, so um, we're not going to do everything, I promised, because I don't think we're going to have time for our balance uh, series with the strap, which um, we can do that next week or maybe even on Friday. But um, we are going to do our tripod headstand practice. So if you'd like to come to a wall for this, you can come to a wall that doesn't have any obstruction against it. Um, here is the offering today. So, uh, simply practice um, the tripod headstand without the transition would be the first step. So it's going to be very similar to what we've been doing the last several weeks with headstand. 
I'm going to make that strong triangle between my head and hands. So I'm going to start with my head on the floor for this one. So this triangle is a little harder to establish. I want my wrists below my elbows. My elbows bent at a 90 degree angle. Crown of my head on the floor. So before I come up, I'm kind of in a tabletop with my toes tucked under and my head in this, uh, with this tripod position. And then I'm going to lift my hips up. Really important here to ground through the crown of the head. So I'm getting more length in the back of the neck. If I don't ground through the crown of my head, the back of my neck will, um, will not maintain its nice curve and will start to compress. Okay, and then my hands press down, shoulders lift, lift actively away from my ears, feet walk in, and then just like we come into the other headstand, I can come into the headstand here by lifting one leg, bending that heel to the wall and kicking my uh, hips to the wall. I'm a little far away from the wall for that to work actually. And then practice balance that way. Okay, the, and then this, is, this one's hard because the legs want to be forward. So I really want to tuck my tailbone, press my thigh bones back, and lift my shoulders away from my ears as I press my head down. Okay, so the invitation here, once you've uh, established your tripod headstand, would be to move into it from that previous posture. So I'm just going to take my feet wide apart. Hinge forward, hands below my shoulders, walk my hands back, bring my head to the floor, establish that same tripod, that same triangle that I did with my, uh, just a moment ago, pull my shoulders away from my ears, and then really roll weight forward in my feet until I can start to elevate my feet off of the floor. Bring my legs together, and then again, shoulders away from the ears, head presses down, Tailbone towards the ceiling, weight, waistline back, thigh bones back. And then come back down into the same wide-legged position. Okay, so that should give everybody something to work on. Uh, I think balance-wise, the uh, tripod is a little less intimidating than the, uh, the forearm headstand. But once you actually get up there, for me, tripod is much harder because you do have to, you, there's a lot more that has to be done to protect the neck. So you really have to constantly think about that, pressing the head down and lifting the shoulders away from the ears. Okay, so let's try something. You can um, try this from the down dog position, or if you feel comfortable with the tripod headstand, you can start working in, uh, towards that transition between the wide-legged forward fold into the headstand. Okay, so just as we set up for our forearm headstand, I'm gonna suggest that if you're gonna use the wall, start with the head just a few inches from the wall. So head, head starts in the downward, in the down position. Really tuck your chin to get the top of your head, the crown of your head on the mat, and then set that triangle up. Elbows are shoulder width distance, wrists are shoulder width distance apart, elbows are shoulder width distance apart. Uh, wrists are set directly below the elbows, arms bent at a 90 degree angle, shoulders away from the ears and from a table, from the knees down position, tuck your toes and lift your hips up, coming to a downward facing dog. Okay, shoulders away from the ears, head presses down, hips lift up, and then feet walk in. One leg lifts, heel bends to hip, and then you can kick your feet to the wall.
Good. Really good form. You want elbows, uh, wrists away from the wall. So your elbows were kind of at a, a narrower angle than 90 degrees. Good. Good. Adam, keep going. Thighs towards the wall, tailbone towards the ceiling. Excellent. Shoulders up out of the ears. Good. So really press the head down. Uh, dot form looks fantastic there. Good. Really nice, Lisa. Keep working the thighs towards the wall. You, they really have to go back, back, back. Good. Nice. Dot good. Keep lifting the shoulders throughout. Really nice, Yvonne. Again, uh, wrists under the elbows. So wrists, uh, wrists away from the wall. No, you're walking in the wrong way. And then elbows in towards each other. Good. And then pull your shoulders away from your ears. Press your head down. Lengthen up through your tailbone. Lengthen through your heels. Good. And then when you've had enough of this, and yeah, um, Jason, you too. Thighs towards the wall. You don't know it when you're down there because you can't see your legs. But um, most of the time, your legs are kind of pitched forward in this uh, when you come up. Okay, so as you come down... Um, make your way to child's pose, as we always do after our inversion practice. And this can be a wide-legged child's pose. This can be a knees-together child's pose. Whatever is comfortable for you at this time, just again, find your orientation, your blood circulation, your breath. And then walk your hands back towards your hips. Make your way back to seated. And then swing your legs forward. Bring your knees and ankles together. We're going to do a little bit of core work. Grab the back sides of your thighs. Lift your chest up. And then lift your shins one at a time parallel to the floor. Waistline back. So similar to... Um, to awkward chair here. We're going to get a rounded lower spine as your heart lifts and the upper back's almost in a, a little bit of a back bend. So either choose to stay here or gradually peel your hands out from underneath your thighs, turn them to face the sky, palms to face the sky, and either choose to stay here or keep squeezing the legs together as you straighten your legs. And if you'd like to engage breath of fire as we've done in the past by pulling a sharp inhale, in through the belly button and exhaling, uh, exhaling kind of uh, automatically through the nostrils. You can do that now. We'll hold here for 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. Grab the thighs, release the feet. Place the feet hip width distance apart as you look up and reach up. Look up. And now gradually lay your back body on the floor by tucking your tailbone first, pulling your belly button in towards your spine, really rounding the spine 
and lowering with control. So low back, mid back, upper back, and head release down. Arms out to either side. Lift your shins perpendicular to the floor, knees together, and then interlace your fingers behind your skull. Exhale, extend your right leg straight and wrap your right elbow to the outside of your left thigh. A little crunch. Inhale to center. Tuck your tailbone away from the floor. Exhale, left leg extends. Wrap or curl to the right. Inhale, center. Exhale, right leg extends. Curl to the left. Inhale, center. Exhale to the left, rounding the back body, tucking the tailbone skyward, lifting the chin to the chest. Center, exhale right, inhale center, exhale left, inhale center, last side, exhale right, inhale center, and release. Might have got the breath, might have un-synced <laughs> un with the breath, sorry about that. Lie on your back, arms at your sides. Draw your heels in towards your hips. If you have a block handy, you might bring it between your thighs here. We're going to do very gradual uh, back bend practice. So just start with the block between your thighs at its lowest setting, preventing your knees from splaying apart as we first come to a bridge pose. So this first one, we're going to bend the elbows at 90 degrees, arms at your sides, palms spread and facing one another. Press your feet down as you slowly begin to lift your hips. Bring a gentle squeeze to the block as you ground through your inner feet, lift through your outer hips, lengthen your tailbone towards the block. And then one at a time, tuck your shoulder blades onto your upper back so your entire Upper back arches away from the floor. Lengthen through your spine as your heart tilts towards your chin. Chin tucks towards your heart, keeping the back of your neck long. And look at yourself here. Notice if one side is higher than the other. And if one side is higher, try to fill up that lower side consciously with your breathing. And then exhale, release the hips. Untuck the shoulders, arms at your sides. You can either re um, leave the block there if your low back is feeling okay. If your low back needs a little relief, you can remove the block, walk your feet apart, and allow your knees to fall together. Okay. Rest here. Find the breath. And then number two. So I'm going to just uh, instruct a little deeper bridge pose, but if you'd like to at this point take a bound bridge or a bow pose, if um, that's what you're feeling at this moment, you can do that. We'll do uh, one, one more back bend after this, so three total. Press your feet down, lift your hips up, lengthen through your tailbone. Interlace your fingers behind your back. Tuck your shoulders one at a time onto the back of your heart, lifting your entire spine off the floor. As your hips lift, tilt your heart to your chin. Tuck your chin to your chest. 
And as your hips lift, instead of thinking about pushing the, uh, the block to the ceiling, as your hips lift higher, think about your inner thighs spiraling down, actually pushing the block down as your hips lift. Open up the front side of your body, continue to breathe. And then exhale as the hips lower. Unlace your fingers, untuck your shoulders. Rest for a brief moment, maybe uh, removing the block, allowing the knees to fall together. Return to your breathing. And last one. So I'll instruct a bound bridge pose. If you'd like to take wheel or any version of bridge pose we've already done, please feel free. And I'm going to continue with the block between my thighs. If that's helpful for you, you can do that too. Arms at your sides. And then hips lift. And you're they're going to slide your palms underneath your heels. Palms face up. Shoulders already tucked strongly onto the back of the chest. To go a little deeper into the bind, you can also experiment with grabbing the outsides of the ankles. Again, shoulders already tucked deeply onto the back as you begin to lift your hips up. Bringing the soles of your feet back to the floor if, they've, if the heels came up as you grabbed your feet or heels. Tilt your chin to your chest. Make your knees and hips at the same height, thighs, per thighs parallel to the floor as you lengthen through your spine. As your hips lift higher, again, think about your inner thighs moving down. As your heart rolls towards your chin, your chin tucks towards your chest, shoulder blades uh, tight on the back of the heart, and then lower. Hips release, shoulders untucked, everyone remove the block. Walk your feet apart and allow your knees to fall together. Bring one hand to your belly, one hand to your heart, and re-engage with your breath. First filling the belly, then the heart as you inhale, then allowing the chest and the belly to descend as you exhale. And then extend your legs straight. Pull your right knee in towards your chest, interlace your fingers behind your right thigh, and then press your right thigh into your hands. Widening your right hip away from your right shoulders, you extend up through your leg, using your hands to create resistance, but also using your hands to pull the head of your femur bone strongly down into the hip socket. And then release the right leg to meet the left. Left knee draws in, interlace your fingers, press your thigh into your hands. Extend through your heel, widen your left outer hip. Again, create resistance with your hands as your thigh presses firmly into them, and then pull your femur bone to the floor, at least the head of it to the floor, to the hip. And then both feet to the floor. Roll to one side as you press your way up to seated. Okay, we're going to do our Agni Sambhasana, our fire logs pose next. So this is uh, the pose where the shins stack. Uh, if you would like, come on the, you can sit on the edge of some padding here. If uh, That's just 
uh, if you have, um, I don't know, if your spine rounds and your low back as you come to seated, then sit up on the edge of that padding. So first left shin is going to come parallel to the top of the mat, flex your left foot, and then stack your right leg on top. Right ankle over left knee, right knee over left ankle somewhere, maybe hovering. Some people like to bring a block there. Um, I have a big gap, but I don't uh, find the block is necessarily helpful for me. So prop in the way that feels necessary and comfortable for you, both sits bones grounded as your shins stack, and then just take your hands to your feet for a little activation of legs, a broadening of the seat. So press your hands into the soles of your feet as you lean a little bit forward. And then try to, again, get this sense of broadening in the seat. So as you extend your feet into your legs, lengthening your legs, try to pull the heads of your femur bones broader away from one another. Keep that activation of the legs as you come back to up, upright seated. So this might be the posture, legs active like this, spine long with the chest lifted. If you would like to, more sensation in the hips, then keeping the spine long, start to walk your hands forward of your legs, keeping both sits bones grounded, keeping both feet active, still that same sense of extension through the soles of the feet, expansion into the seat. And we'll be here for a little while. This is definitely a good pose to breathe through, work through, release through to get more depth. So again, consider that this can be a gradual experience. You don't need to go to your deepest possible expression in the first 10 seconds of the pose. Make your face soft, or let your face be soft. And really just be curious about your experience here in this shape. There may be days when this is really what your body is craving and you get here and you're very grateful to be here. There may be other days when this is not the kind of posture that you want to be in. And just notice your, um, your attraction or aversion to certain postures on certain days. And whatever your feeling is, Find a way to make peace with it. Find a way to be with it.
Follow your last couple of breaths in this pose. Really a final opportunity to, again, surrender. Not push through, but let go of. And then walk your way back up to seated. Uncross your legs. And just extend your right leg out uh, to the right, bringing your left foot, the sole of your left foot, either into the inside of your right thigh or traversing the inside of your uh, the same leg <laughs> and the opposite thigh. Okay, so we're coming to a brief Janusjasasana. Angle your upper body over your uh, right leg. Taking hold of the outside of the leg, ankle or foot with your left hand, shifting your left ribs towards your right leg. So upper body is angled over the right leg, left hip is tacking back and down. And then just pull your heart forward as you lengthen your spine over the right leg. And then when you can't reach any further with the heart and the head, you can release the head down, rounding the upper back. Ground your right thigh, reach through your right heel, toenails back towards your face. You can either choose to keep your right, let's, uh, we're not going to be here too long, so keep your right fingertips on the floor, fingertips pressing into the floor to encourage the upper body to continually wrap to the right as the left hip tacks down, so lengthening along the left side. And inhale back up. Take your right shin parallel to the floor, parallel to the top of your mat, stacking your shins, stacking knee over ankle, ankle over knee, activating the feet, pressing hands into feet, grounding sits bones, leaning slightly forward as you activate the legs by creating that, uh, that barrier with the hands for the feet to extend into. And then feeling from the feet up the legs, up into the hips, Seeing if you can get that sense of widening or broadening in the sits bones. And then coming back through center with a long spine, keeping the uh, seat grounded as you perhaps walk your upper body forward or stay seated upright, whatever feels um, welcome in the hips. And again, move into your experience gradually with the continuous dialogue. It's like you're entering into a, a deep, dark cave. You want to go in gradually.
If your mind has uh, wandered, bring it back for the last few breaths in this pose. Really noticing, appreciating how the pose changes through the course of an inhalation and an exhalation. And walk your hands back up. Let's do that uh, head to knee pose on the second side. Left leg angles out to the left. Right foot pulls into inner thigh or groin. Tapping the hips down as you angle your upper body over the left leg. Actively pressing the left thigh down as you reach for the outside of the ankle. Tap, foot, whatever you can reach. Using the uh, grip of the hand against the leg to shift the right ribs towards the left inner thigh. Extend the heart over the left leg, reach the chin forward as you pull the toes back. When you can't reach any further forward, you can tuck the head down, rounding a little bit in the upper back. As, uh, again, keeping the hips grounded, sits bones grounded, so right hip is pulling back and down, increasing the length along the right side as the right side of the chest reaches forward, both sides of the chest reach forward, like maybe getting a, a special sensation along the outside of the right ribs, maybe in the right hip. And then walk your way back up. Just extend the legs forward very briefly. Ground the sits bones, lift the heart, lengthen the spine, reach through the heels, pull back through your toes as you walk yourself to a forward fold, Pashimo Tanasana. Seated, forward fold. Maybe if you'd like, grabbing the outsides of the legs or feet, but possibly just reaching the arms by the legs. Ground through the thighs, reach through the heels, and then let the head be heavy when you can't reach any further. Soften your face. And then walk your hands back, lift your chest up, and find your way to lie on your back. So uh, moving towards Savasana, if there are any final subtle movements or postures you'd like to take at this time, please take the time to do that. If you would like to cover yourself up with a blanket or put on any additional clothing, you can do that too. It'll be a fairly brief Savasana today. I've had a very ambitious idea of what we were going to do today. Um, <laughs> but allow yourself this time for rest. Whatever time you happen to have for Savasana, try to be present with that time. Try to drop into the moment. Extend out through your heels, arms at an angle at your sides, back of the neck long. And be appreciative and tr trusting of this opportunity to release. Relax your body. Soften your face. 
Allow the earth to hold you. Gradually bring movement back to your fingers and toes. Rock your arms, legs, maybe the back of your head from side to side. Reconnect with your breathing. If you'd like, take a deep breath in through your nostrils and then make an audible sigh through your mouth. Bend your knees one at a time, extend your right arm along your right ear and roll onto your right side. Allow your chest to be heavy towards the floor and be present once again with this moment of transition and use this time to reflect on all of your efforts this morning. Always the effort of just arriving here in this room, 
making the time to practice, and then the continual, the continual effort of being present, staying in the room, both mind and body, staying in your body. So thank yourself for all of your efforts. Surround your practice with an aura of gratitude, making it easier to return to. Keep your eyes closed as you press your way back to seated. As you sit, bring your palms together in front of your heart. We'll close practice with the single sound of Aum. Exhale your breath and inhale for Aum. Thank you all for coming out this morning and so many mornings in the past. The light in me honors the light in each of you. Namaste. Namaste.